0: being selfish enough to take care of yourself is the only way, the only way forward. You have to be able to do that or, or there is no midlife and beyond. There just isn't, not really.
1: Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. A podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Woods Mullins, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40. As I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body, and spirit for women over 40 remember midlife doesn't mean no life midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love your self-care and your self-worth it's your time to be vibrant intuitive beautiful and emerged it's your time to vibe so come on let's vibe Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. It's wonderful to have you here today. I'm so excited as always to share with you some of the premier experts in the field of midlife wellness and mind, body, spirit wellness. And today I have a friend that I met on Clubhouse. You all know, I already told you about Clubhouse and how I feel about that. It's a great place for midlife women to work. But we have been trying to do this podcast like forever. And I am so glad because she is a groundbreaker. You know how you know you are meeting groundbreakers when they're doing things that need to get done that no one else has actually done before. And I would say that Jacqueline Perez falls into that category. She goes by Jack and she is the founder and CEO of Cool Life. It's a digital platform curated for women in midlife and beyond. Jack founded Q Life in 2017, and through her platform, Perez champions change, redefining modern midlife for women through curated content and women-driven brands. The Cool Life community grows daily, with over 35 cool category experts and 35 women-driven brands life offers women an opportunity to share, to learn, to shop, and to play with our Second Act sisters. Previously, she spent 20 years as a summit strategy partner at a San Francisco-based marketing and public relations firm, and she was also a founding partner. Jack brings extensive deep startup experience, having worked with numerous small to mid-sized companies. She is excited to finally birth her own startup. She's earned her MBA from the University of Chicago, and she considers Yourself to be a hard nosed business entrepreneur, a businesswoman in the entrepreneurial world. We are so excited to have Jack and all the things that she is passionate about here with us today on the Vibe Living Podcast. It is so wonderful to have you here today. Welcome! Wow, Linus, thank you. Yes, and to your point,
0: it has taken us a (laughs) long time. And you know how how I know that it's taken us a long time because when I filled out that form. You read there were thirty-seven thought leaders. We are at fifty-seven. Oh my leaders. god, that's fantastic! <laughs> yeah. So I know when you read it, I was like, "Wow!" Like when you're in it, when you're in it day in and day out, you feel like you're not getting anywhere, <laughs> and then, yeah. and then you get a glimpse of something that you know that from the past where I didn't know, and it was like you're reading it, and I'm like, "Oh." <gasps> Wow, I
1: am getting somewhere. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, congratulations, because I think you sent this to me less than a year ago. So that's fantastic. So what? first of all, tell us about the Cool Life community and what really um, motivated you to create something like this. Great question, Linus. You know, I think
0: like most people, and especially a lot of women that I've been talking to of late- I created Cool Life out of a personal sheer frustration. Mm -hmm. Something wasn't working for me. I hit a wall in my early 50s when I started going through this transition that every other human goes through if they're lucky enough, right? And it's called menopause. And it's not a dirty word. And it's not permanent. And it doesn't ruin you. But it can come. It can. It doesn't have to. But it can come with a myriad of unattractive symptoms that really can weigh on us and really impede our ability to show up the way we wanna show up. And the problem that I had, Linus, at the time was that while all of this stuff was happening to me, I couldn't find solutions, I couldn't find answers. Where do we all go? Right. Where do we go these days for answers? We go to our laptop. We go to Google. We go to the Internet to search. That's almost everyone's front front line of defense whenever we want to find out something, whether that's a good thing or not. That's a whole other story. But that's what we do. And when I went out there to do that four years ago, five years, four years ago, I couldn't find anything. You know, other than, um, you know, it's just normal or get used to it or yeah, of course you're going to gain weight. And of course you're going to, you know, it's like, okay, well, that's great. You know, I don't need the internet to tell me that. I am witnessing it. I'm living it every day. What I want is, okay, what are we going to do about it? Right. right. What are we going to do about it? Because I'm not living the next 30 or 40, 40 plus years of my life, not feeling like myself. And so my personal frustration led to, my asking, my curiosity, I started asking other women, okay, like, what are you doing? What's going on with you? How are you feeling? What's, you know, how's it, how's it dealing, how's it happening for you? And I got back so much of the same frustration that I was feeling that I thought to myself, okay, I'm not alone in this. I need to fix it for myself. And while I'm at it, I might as well start fixing it for other people too. So that's that was the impetus. Honestly, it was a completely selfish, self-centered, what the f is going on with me? This isn't okay. I'm unhappy. I'm not well. And I need to and I need to change the course. And I thought, well, you know, I can help do that for any woman who is struggling with this season of life because as you and I both know, and we've talked about this a lot in Clubhouse rooms in your room, that this is the best season of life. It doesn't get better than this. It just keeps getting better. It's really amazing.
1: It is. Hi, this is Lennis Woods Mullins, your host on the Vibe Living Podcast. I am a holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40. I help women to be well in their mind, body, and spirit by teaching them about holistic practices, fitness, nutrition, and spiritual renewal. For over 14 years, I have helped women to Vibe to be more vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged, and into the woman that I think all midlife women want to be. If you are struggling with releasing unwanted pounds, balancing your hormones, getting rid of that sense of anxiety, enhancing your immune system, and, well, just having a better wellness journey, consider scheduling a 15-minute free consultation. Let's see if we connect and how I might be able to help you vibe along your wellness journey. Just click on the link on the show page there and it says contact Linus. I hope to hear from you soon. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because society tells us that actually, if you're not looking like a 20 or 30 something, then your life couldn't possibly be good. Right. I mean, how could it possibly? But nothing can be further from the truth. And the interesting thing about that messaging that comes uh, from the advertisers and everything else is that I feel like they're really marketing to the wrong folks because ages between 45 and 55 represent 15 trillion dollars in consumer purchasing power. Those 20 and 30-somethings don't have money like that. They don't have discretionary income. They've got student loans. They're buying first homes. They're just starting in their jobs. They're not at the top of their careers yet. No shade on them. I'm just saying that's the reality. Whereas we are established in our careers, our kids are raised, or close to being raised. You know, we own homes, we've got credit, we've got some discretionary income perhaps. You know, we're, we're the ones that that uh, Tiffany needs to be marketing to instead of, you know. So it's really kind of, got it kind of twist it a little bit. And it all comes from that messaging that after 40, 50 and beyond, there's just no life. But I feel like, you know, after 40 or midlife doesn't represent no life. It represents an opportunity opportunity. opportunity to do something different, to do something you've always wanted to do. You know, the kids are raised, hopefully, or they're almost there, or you are feeling really good about yourself, or you want to feel better about yourself, and you want to pursue those things that you're passionate about. So when you decided to do what you're doing now, what was your thought process in terms of what you thought women would be interested in, and how have you been able to convey that in what you're doing now?
0: So that's that's a really great question, and I think you know, what I initially thought I was going to set out to do, as we all know, I mean, (laughs) just, it has evolved and mutated and pivoted a gajillion times, right? (laughs) Between the initial crap, this sucks, let's do something about it. And then, you know, executing and then also just it's grown organically. And I tell everyone, yes, I built Cool Life, I thought of the idea, I put the platform together. But now with 57 global thought leaders Cool Life has really become this amalgam of all of the women that participate and bring their value and their expertise to the platform and make themselves available to women worldwide. And what I love about it is that it now has become this repository for empowering information on the different opportunities and challenges that present themselves. And you, Linus, just got, you just said about like 10 of them in your, in in your, when you were speaking, right? Everything from empty nest to career change to physiological change. The largest number of entrepreneurs entering the marketplace are women Mm -hmm. over 50, the largest number of divorces. Women over 50, right? So you could think all of these things are like, oh, they lost their job. They lost their marriages. Yes, absolutely true. But you can also look at it as, oh my God, they get to go out back and and maybe create their own business or they get to start anew and find a different relationship that suits them better for this season of life. So with every quote death comes the opportunity for a rebirth. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to bring women from around the world who know their stuff in that particular arena whether it's money divorce dry vagina whatever it is i want <laughs> us to have access to Mm -hmm. that information so that we can help ourselves so we can feel empowered so we can share that, learn, learn from one another. And of course, you know, I like to play. So if we can't play, there's no point in it.
1: What's the point of it? I say that all the time. In fact, I I work with some of the life coaches in in terms of providing their wellness component, because I feel very strongly, it's great to have money and to accumulate it, but if you're too sick to enjoy it and spend it, what's the point, you know? And I, I see that you are an avid, um, um, an avid uh, health enthusiast, I know you are a whole food eater. You are um, Peloton. You said you love to, to do, and you also um, have a was it a third degree belt in um, I do. Taekwondo. in Taekwondo. Yeah, it's. Uh, I truly
0: believe that staying physically fit and whatever that means for you, right? Not mm-hmm. everyone is an athlete. Not everyone has, you know. body fat or whatever. I don't, I'm making, I'm making stuff up. But my (laughs) But my point is that I, as you said, you can accumulate all the dollars in the world, but if your body, if your machine, the one machine that we've been gifted, if that doesn't function, it doesn't really matter what else you have. And so honestly, to me, my health, keeping my machine available so that I can do the things that I want to do with it because I have to use it because as far as I know, it's the only way around on this earth so far. I mean, they haven't given us any other options. So mm-hmm. I have to keep it right. I have to, you know, just think about it. If you had one car your entire life, someone gave you a car at 18 and said, this is it. You don't get another car. You would have treated that car very differently. Right. That's very not- different. Mm-hmm. That's That's right. Right. Basically, this is the
1: only car ladies. This is it. So. That's absolutely right. And, and the thing is what's so wonderful about midlife, I think you become more and more aware of the things that you would like to change, the things that you don't want to do any longer, you know that there's something else that's out there. But one of the things I think where we get stuck a lot of times is the motivation or perhaps even the empowerment or inspiration to do the thing that you know you need to do for your health or for your wealth or for your peace or for your calm or for your happiness or for your joy. You know there's something. But for some reason, especially I know this is with midlife women, we get kind of stuck in doing what we already know we're supposed to do. So how can women get unstuck? What's your advice when it comes to that? Well,
0: you know, I really wish I could tell you. I really wish I could say, hey, all you have to do is this. <laughs> but it's not. I mean, that's a big fat lie. Because if it was that easy, then you know a lot of life coaches wouldn't have jobs because <laughs> everybody would have it figured out. Honestly, the the thing is, you you gotta have a sit down with yourself and really and really look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, what am I? What do I want? You know, not everybody, not everybody wants a big life, and that's okay too. You know, and and I hate when people. made to feel small or shamed because they don't want what other people want, but knowing what you want is important and Mm -hmm. having that conversation with yourself and and not comparing yourself to others or what they want or what they're pursuing, because it's really okay to want something different. It's okay to be complacent and as long as you're happy, right. And staying healthy. But if you are looking, if you really are at that place in your life where you, you kind of know deep down in your gut that there's something else that you're meant to do, that you're meant for more, that there's something else out there, then you need to be curious and you need to start poking around. Ask people, share your, share your frustration, share your stories Mm -hmm. with other women, listen to theirs, because I'll let you know that it's in those conversations. It's in sharing that and it's learning from one another that more than likely is what you're looking for, you know, or will help you get there. But it's, it's not, I I can't tell you to take a pill. I can't tell you, you know, write down these three things, tear them up, put them in the thing, light them on fire. And all of a sudden it will be revealed to you because it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. I, I recently, um, ran a, a race. I recently ran a 10, 10 K race in Charleston and it was really important to me, you know, so what 6.2 miles who big deal, but I just, I just got done recovering from, a pretty severe back injury from a skydiving accident where i had three broken vertebrae mm-hmm. back in august and so i spent basically almost 3 months lying on my back on my flat on my back and i really wanted to prove to myself i could get my physical fitness back and so to me that became a really strong motivator and force so it wasn't wasn't about the race right it wasn't about it, it was about having something that really motivated me to start coming back little by little by little. And this is how little it was that when I first started running in January to prepare for the race in April, I couldn't get to a mile. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get to a mile without stopping. Could not. But that didn't stop me. I went back two days later and tried it again. And then went that back is, two days wow. later and tried That's it amazing. again. That's and amazing. so- Little by little, you just have to if once you figure it out, like that's the thing, it's hard to figure it out. But once you figure out where you're going, then you just have to be really good to yourself about the fact that it may take you a while and that it is okay that it's teeny tiny little increments. Because as you said, when you started, I had 37 and that was a pretty big deal. Little by little, without thinking about it, without looking, without shaming myself, without constantly measuring my performance, I've reached 57. And I presume Mm -hmm. at some point in time, there'll be 100. But once again, you have to be kind to yourself and be okay with baby steps. You know,
1: baby steps. You're absolutely right. I think one of the things that should be tacked on behind the word midlife is grace. Grace you've got to give yourself grace we have so many expectations that we place upon ourselves expectations from our family and friends and society in general. And whenever we kind of fall short of that, that's when that grace definitely needs to kick in because it's really, for me, it's really not about the destination. We already know probably how that's going to end. It's the journey, the things you learn along the way that makes the midlife experience so powerful and how the things that you learn along the way complement the wisdom that you already have. I mean, I've never really thought of myself. It's so funny because I'll be 65 in June and I keep forgetting, not that I'll be 65 in June, but that's supposed to mean that I'm supposed to be so wise, right? Or whatever. But I don't look at myself that way because I'm just in a constant learning mode. That's just, that's just my MO. And I forget sometimes that some would consider me to be the elder or the senior in the room. In fact, the other day I got my Medicare, medical thing. I was like, who is this for? Oh, it's me, <laughs> What is this stuff for what?
0: <laughs> you yeah. know,
1: I for this stuff. And yeah. I don't even think about that. And, and and I think that one of the things that keeps motivating me to keep doing what I'm doing and keep moving forward, and I think could be applied to anyone when it comes to trying to meet a goal that seems difficult, is remembering your why. Why are you doing this in the first place? And I find that if the why is something that's like a short-term kind of thing, like for instance, homecoming's coming and I want to fit into my size six, right? So I'm going to go down from my eight to the six. It's going to be fantastic. The question is though, will I keep the six? Because the why for it is gone, okay? Because the homecoming is only one night, right? But if the why is because I want to feel lighter, I want to be able to play with my grandchildren, I want to be able to, you know, run, and I don't want to put all that extra pressure on my knees, if that's the why, then it's a little bit more far-reaching and lasting. So I always say to the women that I work with, your why is so much more important than any other thing that you set up when you're beginning to make the changes, because you want to make sure it's something that will resonate with you for a long time. And just getting uh, together for that one little thing is not, <laughs> that's going to change. It's going to be gone. Then what? You know? And so that's- I have to ask you, what is your why? What keeps you doing you? What keeps you doing cool life? What keeps you motivating other women? Oh, it, that one's easy to
0: answer. I need to leave the world a better place than I found it and honestly the the situation with aging is very different it's it's we're in a very unique environment because mm-hmm. in the early 1900s women didn't live much past 50 51 mm-hmm. um, and so if you really and you're like okay well 1900s and it's 2020 but that's not that far that's not that long ago no really mm-hmm. isn't and so if because if you think about generations and you know how long people live and So that we are baby boomers, Gen X, and even elder millennials. We are in a very unique, unique position in the way that we are defining what midlife and beyond is going to look like because it didn't really exist before. You are so right about that. Didn't really exist. And so our moms even though they lived to be 80 or however long. And I think your mom is still
1: alive, isn't she? No, no. She um, she passed in when she was 56, but she wasn't sick. She was okay. um, uh, hit by a fire truck on her way to work. So, okay. yeah. So so she didn't pass because she fault. was sick. Yeah. No, no, that no, wasn't anything no. she did. And, and so my father lived to be 87. And I understand exactly what you're talking about, because uh, even though my grandmother lived to be well into her 80s, um her midlife was very different than my midlife her midlife was all about my mom and us you know and helping her friends and things like that but the i and and she was a widow so the idea of her um dating again oh what no she loved clothes she loved dressing up and all that kind of stuff but she was dressing up and all that for other women you know for her friends and all that kind of stuff everything was women women i was thinking about that i think about that often it's like wow did have a boyfriend or anything and i never saw her do anything that didn't have to do with helping other people and and other people right well now fast forward to where i'm at life yes i have four grandchildren i absolutely love but i also have an active sex life i'm married you know i love you know hanging out with my girlfriends i do see my grandchildren but they do not live here nor do i sit in a rocking chair and read to them while i'm knitting every night that's not (laughs) happening I have a very active midlife. And I think that's one of the things that's different. But the other thing that I think is beginning to change is that as we begin to realize all the possibilities of things we can do, we also realize that we want to have enough energy and enough physical capacity to do those things. That's right. the other part of it. We right. might have the interest in the exuberance and just do this, but then it's like, oh, yeah, but I got a headache. Or, oh, yeah, my hormones are imbalanced. Or, oh, yeah, I feel like... Yeah. All these other things that are going on with the body thing. So that's the next thing to attack is letting go of some of those habits that we've had all of our life that we kind of got through that no longer serve us. Right. And that's what we were talking about just a few minutes ago about
0: how you get one machine And if you don't, if the machine doesn't work, then it doesn't really matter what you want or what you're striving for or how curious you are or how much money you have in the bank because you can't make it happen. And so being selfish enough to take care of yourself is the only way, the only way forward. You have to be able to do that or, or there is no midlife and beyond.
1: There just isn't, not really. Please take a look at the links below in the show page. Those links belong to the premium members of my Vibe Wellness Woman Facebook community. These premium members have products and services that you should really check out. Click on the link below to find out more about these wonderful women who have products and services that focus on the needs of the midlife woman. you know, I've heard that that thing about the selfish they call it something else when you're doing self-care. It's not selfish, it's self something. I can't remember what it is, but I really feel that, you know, one way to really be vibrant and have a great self life is to enter into self care. But before you even get to that point, you gotta be self aware. So many times we are not listening to our bodies. We're not listening to the signs that say, hey, you need to do this for me, for the body. You know, that ache in your back, you need to go check that out. We kind of push it back and keep trudging. In fact, it's almost like a badge of honor. Yeah, I felt like that, but I'm still doing this. But when you get to be like 65, 70, 75, these things can become major issues. So for me, when I'm talking to my clients, I tell them all the time, I want you to be self-aware so that you can figure out what kind of self-care you really need. Uh, And when we talk about self-care in midlife, we're not just talking about bubble baths and manicures. We're talking about taking care of of your body, of course, but also your mind, your spirit, your soul. You know, those kinds of nurturing pieces of you that are so important for you to continue to do, even after your parents die or your husband dies, people who love you supposedly unconditionally, you have to learn how to um, unconditionally love yourself. You know enough to take care of yourself, and that's different. When my father passed, um, I was like, "Wow, I'm an orphan, and the last two people on earth who uh, loved me unconditionally are gone." I mean, my husband, he loves me. I know he does. I unconditionally not love unconditional, though. <laughs> right, right. There's a it's condition. Not
0: unconditional. And we know that because you don't Absolutely. love me unconditionally either, by the way. Absolutely. But <laughs> you're definitely conditions.
1: That's right. But you can love yourself unconditionally.
0: Yes. 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 You and you know, that. I happen to love my son unconditionally. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot imagine. Anything that he could possibly do in the world that would stop me, would stop the way I feel about him. I mean, I would be devastated. I would be gutted if something, you know, if he chose, you know, a path that I couldn't be proud of. Um, But I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop loving him. There's nothing
1: he can do. There is nothing he can do. That's there. That's permanent. That's, that's that's that parental love I feel the same thing about my four children and my four grandchildren I mean that's there forever but as we get older as women even though we have those feelings for our children and they're still alive sometimes the people who have those feelings about us the, the parents they're gone and yeah. that's when really- thought about it that way but, but you're yeah, right,
0: I, I, lost right. Both, <laughs> I lost both of my parents a while ago right. and I did I did feel well so I lost my mother a long time a long time ago um cuz she she had a terrible dementia parkinson's ride for over 10 years. So she was gone but her machine stuck around um and once again though the machine's no good if if you're not in there, right? I mean you need both, you need both pieces. And so it was it was almost a relief when she actually physically left because in a way I got her back. I don't even know if this makes sense, but her the fact that she was still physically on this planet, but I couldn't reach her. Right. Was awful. But mm-hmm. once she was not physically on the planet, I almost felt like I regained my mother. And I yeah. don't know if that makes any sense at it all. It does make sense
1: because her physical presence was a constant reminder of her not being there. When she's gone, then you can just focus on the memories of how she was before she got there. And exactly. so that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. And these are all the kinds of things that we find ourselves dealing in midlife. I mean, it's funny. First of all, when I came, when I uh, first came on Clubhouse, I didn't even know that I worked with midlife women. I worked with women over 40. I didn't know where that midlife thing came from. That was the first thing. But the other thing uh, that I learned is that our journeys are all so similar. Uh, in terms of all the different change and transition. I mean, really, midlife, if they were to call it change life, that's really what it is. It's nothing but change and transition in all areas of your life. Nothing remains the same. Everything changes. And rather than be resistant to that, which sometimes I think we might initially be, rather than be resistant, I think that it fares as well to go ahead and embrace all the changes, Embrace the aging process, you know, embrace the fact that you're an empty nester. Embrace the fact that, you know, you're learning to unconditionally love yourself. You know, the bright side of, of, of change is embracing it. And um, I, I really would love to see midlife women do a little bit more of that.
0: Well, because we can't stop it. I mean, there's only one way to not age and nobody wants to do that. So right. we can't stop it. So lean into it. I completely agree, and I get listen. And I don't want to. I don't want to come off like, hey, I've I've always been okay with this, and everything's cool. No, I I had I struggled, I struggled a lot. I struggled with, um, gosh, I'm not as beautiful as I used to be. Look at yeah. that that spot. Look at that sagging skin. Look at that line. You know, no one's gonna want me. No one's you know. I mean, I I did all of that stuff. I did all of it, and then I stopped. <laughs> Because right. to what avail? I mean, to what end? What right. Was I going to be happy saying those things to myself? Was I going to be a better human on the planet? Was I going to be a better partner to my, my boyfriend? Was I going to be a better mother? Was I going to be a better friend? Nope. Nope. I wasn't going to be a better version of me with all of that negative self-talk. So I had to figure out a different way. And honestly, starting Cool Life, it's, it's like, to me, it was like taking a huge spotlight and shining it on this thing called aging, and saying, ha, you don't scare me.
1: I love it. I love it. And I'm telling you, all, all, all of you Vibe listeners, you've got to check out this Vibe. Uh, I'm sorry, the, um, the Cool Life website. It is phenomenal. You've done a phenomenal job. And, of course, all your links are here. We've got your Facebook, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, your Pinterest, your Twitter, and the website, itself. It's absolutely fabulous what you have done uh, in terms of bringing these wonderful brands together, not 37, 57 brands, bringing them all together in a tent and growing to serve the midlife woman. I mean, that is just remarkable that you've come up with this idea that it's been so successful. And I'm so glad that we were finally able to connect. And it's just been wonderful having you here today. Oh, Linus, it's a pleasure. And I'm glad I got to sit and Actually, watch you and t-
0: and see you while I'm talking to you because I know spent- what about that? <laughs> I, mean, I, know. I mean, we've spent a fair amount of time in clubhouse rooms together, and so th- and that's always very enjoyable. And I always walk away knowing more than when I walked in. Thank you for that. But it's very nice. It's it's such an honor and it's such a joy to actually be able to interact with you. Uh,
1: face-to-face even though it's still Absolutely. virtual but at least it's it's, it's it's about it's face-to-face you can get these days that's for sure right that's what we learned in the pandemic that actually this is okay this is better than not connecting so Thank you so much, Jack. Thank you for being on the podcast. And and thank you to all of you who've been listening. I've been seeing your comments and uh, your likes and your subscribes. Thank you so much. Please rate this podcast as well and share it with another buddy of yours or (laughs) buddyette of yours that you think would benefit because I think that we have some great, great interviews of midlife women who are doing the damn thing. So take a look at the shows on the page there and go ahead and click on them and listen to them. There's some wonderful advice all of them are uplifting and also don't forget to check out our premium members all of their links are down in the show page as well they all have wonderful products and services that are meant to serve the midlife woman thanks so much for being here with me today it's been wonderful i know you could choose any podcast there's 50 million of them so i'm glad you choose this particular 50 million podcast <laughs> thanks a lot and we'll see you next time and remember don't forget to bye bye thank you for listening to the vibe living podcast please feel free to download rate share and like the show To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.